Welcome back, listeners, to episode three of the Liberty Esports podcast. I'm joined today with Trevor Ray, who goes by Leroy, and we're going to talk a little bit about um, his start in the Liberty Esports Club, uh, how he got to start, what he plays today, and um, what it means to be uh, a competitive player in video games. Trevor, how's it going? It's going good, man. How about yourself? Uh, it's going real well. Um, so today we actually had plans to uh, to interview uh, both Trevor and uh, his homie uh, William, uh, but he. Uh, Slept in. <laughs> he, he wasn't able to, to make it to the recording today, which is no biggie. Um, so, uh, Trevor, I just want to talk about uh, your, how you got your start. You were kind of at the um, you were at the inception of the Liberty Esports Club. Um, so, I just want to talk to you a little bit about that. So, you're a Dota player, um, both then and now. So, go ahead and just uh, tell me like a little bit about the origins of the club from from your perspective, uh, how you got your start. Yeah, so um, I think it, it kind of came, I don't want to say naturally, but like when before I came to college, I had tried out in some amateur leagues, was very interested in esports already, um, but I kind of was like, man, when I come to college, I'm not going to be able to do that type of stuff anymore. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be kind of sad, right? And uh, so I remember my second week of uh, college, freshman year, it was uh, 20, fall 2017, um, I had like basically gotten home from school, was tired. I checked a Reddit thread and there was an advertisement for Collegiate Star League on there, um, which is one of the largest collegiate um, leagues out there. And so I was like, it was just a simple thread that said, name your school. And I'm like, well, I, there's no hurt in not looking, right? So I scrolled down and I, I typed in for looking for Liberty, right? And I'm like, about 700 like comment chains down, I see um, this guy by the name Ducks Rules. And I'm like, what the heck? And uh, so he and he said Liberty University. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. I, I'll just message him, see what it goes, right? And so I messaged him, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? You know, you want to meet up sometime? And so that that man was William or uh, Rogers, as his name is in Discord. Um, and so I remember just the most awkward meeting between us, because you know it's one of those things you're you're already socially uncomfortable when you just came to to college. You know, it's your freshman year. Um, you don't have many like large friend group anyway, and so you just randomly meet some internet stranger, right? And uh, I remember walking into Docs, because that's where we decided to meet, looking at it, and I'm like, surely this isn't him. And there was a guy with curly hair, well-maintained face, glasses, and a, like um, a briefcase he had on the table. And I'm like, and so I walked up in the most awkward way, asked, are you uh, Rogers? And he's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Rogers, I'm William. And we, we talked for a bit. It was I like to say it was the most uncomfortable social situation I've been in in a long time. But um, afterward, we're like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll start a Discord. And I remember the next day, uh, I checked the Reddit thread and I got a comment sent from a, uh, a son of paint. And I'm like, that is an awkward name, but you know, he, he's from Liberty, so might yeah. as well, right? Yeah. And uh, so we, we talked with him. He was interested in Dota competitively. Um, and he found us a league and stuff, and he kind of just naturally was born into that leadership position and took over. Um, and, and so what was the Reddit thread yeah. specifically talking about um, finding people for a league, or was this just more like a collegiate star league um, thread, and it was like we're trying to find people from your university? Yeah, it was general. collegiate star league puts us out every fall semester. They basically just say, if you have a school, list it here, and a lot of schools will throw their things up and have students upvote it and stuff. Um, so that, yeah, that's, that's how I saw that. Anyway, it just naturally progressed from once Jason started to try to get us into clubs or whatever. I met him first to actually give him money for the league because they used to have an entry fee into it. Um, and then we just kind of like segued into, uh, 
to a team and I ended up actually he had a friend which I'm sure last week's podcast covered uh, named Jaden who ended up getting us another player that was a friend of his named Jason Tan um, which I still see Jason on campus today so it's it's cool you get to see that he's, he's no longer unfortunately playing with us to time constraints but um, it was the original roster was um, me son of paint um, William Bright uh, Jason Tan and um, Logan Hudson uh, and then uh, like literally right after Logan joined another guy joined um, so we kind of was just who could play the most or whatever yeah. between them because the, the club really yeah. started and formed around Dota um, yeah. more, more or less that's how you know the majority of you guys uh, got to to meet and, 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 and start the club um, so where did it transition um, and, and maybe you weren't on Maybe you weren't a part of this, uh, the managing side when when this was happening. But um, when did it kind of shift from just a Dota team to a little bit bigger? Like it, it started to form into the club, um, started to get like more established. Yeah, I've, I mean, after about two weeks of the Dota team playing together and um, scrimming, like once we got our last member, it had to have been somewhere mid semester. Um, Jaden had mentioned that he had known a guy that played um, uh, CS:GO. And so we're like, oh, that's cool. And I, I remember Jason being excited for that for you know a reason. He never shared that aspiration that he wanted to make an entire club of it. And so um, he like ends up uh, talking to me in Discord one day. He's like, yeah, we found the CSGO guys. I think they're going to try to like join and we'll make a bigger Discord. So fun fact, the actual Discord that we've been in today was not the original Discord that we had started in. There was a Dota Discord before um, that Jason had run. And then he's like, you know what? We need something bigger to fit these other teams so we can coordinate and stuff like that. So that was the inception of the Dota Esports. He made it, like, I joined, like, two hours later after he made it. Um, and so the, the once he got in um, with uh, Jexy Austin and his group of guys and his, uh, the, the CSGO team, the, eventually he'd found um, a guy named uh, James Valentino. I'm, I'm sorry, James, if I missaid that last name, but uh, <laughs> the, what is it? Um, and he had interest in Overwatch. He had already done some media stuff in his like high school age for like self vlogs and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and he had a great interest in, in Overwatch. So it just kind of built off those like three teams, I think, really. And those were like the three, three original, I, I believe. So, um, yeah, so you were on the, the very earliest Dota roster. Um, yeah. What was it like... Um, what was it like being on a... Was that the first time you had been on a dedicated um, competitive yeah. gaming team? Yeah, I, I think it was the most official, I should say. Well, I mean, I'd been on some online tourney things, you know, with a group of guys that I played with, but I'd never actually, like, been on a team team with, like, people I would know and I, you know, real life or whatever, you know, and we had scheduled match times every time. It wasn't just a one-time thing, right? Um, so, yeah, that, that'd probably be... And is that something you found really beneficial uh, to like have for it to go past online relationships? Because obviously all the time in video games, like like video games get a criticism of yeah. it's like an antisocial pastime, like you're in a room by yourself and stuff. And I, when you look at gaming today and kind of how it's set up, like uh, clearly that's not the case. Um, but did you find that playing with people at a university and with and with people that you're also communing in real life and you're 
grabbing food and stuff like that. Did you have, did you find that to be a much more enjoyable experience than just people online? Oh yeah, for sure. And I think it, it, it really lends to the benefit as far as like esports and colleges. It got me into a group of friends, right. That shared my same interest. Um, so I like, you know, I'm not gonna say I was, I couldn't have made other friends, but they wouldn't have been friends that would have shared in my enjoyment of my hobby or my, you know, potential career or whatever, like that, that being able to be open and like have a group of friends that you can just hang with. It's, it was great. It, it helped me like gain social confidence at yeah. least coming from, you know, uh, high school and not knowing anyone at college. Um, and I think that that was like a major benefit that gets constantly overlooked as far as like student health goes is, you know, freshmen get left out to dry. It's a common thing. So yeah, getting introduced to a club like this, especially when you're a high schooler coming in is a, a really great benefit, I think. Yeah, I just had a conversation with a couple people um, a few days ago just about like how important it is that um, like making friends around shared experiences and mm-hmm. like shared hobbies, like more or less that's kind of where your friends come from if you enjoy the same pastimes. Um, uh, so Dota early on, how good was the team? Oh, we were actually garbage. Like it was, it was laughable how bad we were. Um, but you know, it was. It, we we improved quickly, though. I will say, like as far as like a bunch of pub star players that hadn't played competitively as, as or even as a group together, we we came up pretty quickly. Um, I think it was, what is it? Um, it was like every time a new person was added, they they kind of like would get into the 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 gist of things quicker, and that that kind of like the team so every time we got a new player that was either higher rank or whatever it just the team shot up right um and i think even today like we're probably the highest we've been um as far as like older players have the experience that they can share with the new player type thing and that's kind of like a, a big thing in college esports is being able to like the juniors and seniors can pass that down to like the the freshmen and the sophomores that are just getting started um yeah so yeah that so I'm not familiar with Dota's um, ranking system. Uh, I don't play MOBAs myself. I've played League of Legends a couple times, um, and that'll transition to my next question. But um, in terms of rankings, um, how have you seen like actual measurable improvement in terms of like, like, is that was the original Dota team like assigned or achieved some kind of rank that is much lower than what you guys have achieved currently? Um, are you saying is the far as like the, the old Dota team was lower ranked than it currently is? Yeah. Is that, yeah. 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 yeah, It was definitely, um, we've definitely improved a lot. I know me and Jason specifically, we had like one break, fall break or whatever. We, we just, we basically like just played from morning to night, just grinding it. Right. And I think we collectively together shot up probably double our MMR, like MMR's, um, matchmaking rank for those that don't know and so we like doubled our rank and an entire break i think it was a fall break and then subsequently a spring break as well um and so what is it yeah and i mean as far as other players they naturally pro- climbed because of the benefits of having either a higher mmr person nearby or having um that experience in competitive changing their out- their outlook on the game there's a significant rise as far as like skill level between all the players so yeah so um for someone who doesn't play um, like myself and maybe another listener, yeah. um, r- really short answer, if you could. Um, what what are the biggest differences between, um, I feel like Dota and League get compared a lot because yeah. from, from a bird's eye view, they look very similar. 
um, but obviously the intricacies are a lot different. I've heard that Dota is a bit more complex game. Um, I don't know if that's a if that's a fair uh, assessment, but what how how do the, how do those games differ? Because uh, I know that li- there's there are yeah. Liberty teams in both in, in both games. Um, yeah, and I I think it's. You know, at first, you know, both teams would be the the first to say their team their game was better, or whatever. But I think it really comes down to like a different style of game. Um, both, if you didn't know, all, both spawned from the Dota mod in the beginning. Um, League of Legends decided to take theirs towards a more faster paced game with a lot more, um, as the game would call, skill shots. But they're just basically like little abilities that are kind of harder to hit, but you know, valuable if you hit them right. Whereas Dota went a different way as far as it's a little bit slower paced, but a lot more strategy based as far as like you have to think ahead, you have to plan ahead, you have to counter, like there's a lot more, it's almost like a chess game. So they both split into different fields and they both dominate those different fields um, and they both dominate different regions. Dota is a lot, lot larger in Asia and Europe than it is in the North America where it's, it's uh, like Korea and America are bigger in league than probably others. Um, so it, yeah, it's just a different style. One's faster paced, quicker action, back, like packed. Other one's more strategy, long term based game. Gotcha. So um, I know that Liberty, uh, Liberty Esports allows players to play on two competitive teams and then sub for a third, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, so you actually, so you play on the Dota team. You yeah. are the manager of the Dota, of the Red. Yeah, Dota, Dota Red. team. Dota Red. Um, and so, but you also play. Um, uh, Siege, uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Um, kind of tell me, tell me, like, explain your involvement in that a little bit, um, and maybe a recap of last semester. I know that you guys had you performed pretty well. I think you guys made playoffs. Um, yeah, kind of tell me about that whole experience. Yeah, so I had um, I before I came to Dota, even I used to play console uh, FPS games, and so the reason I actually got a gaming PC was because of Battlefield. Um, you'll hear on the Battlefield on console that the PC version was better. So I, I got into PC gaming through Battlefield, and so I was playing FPS. So, you know, every time, no one really plays a game singularly, so I'd, I'd take breaks from Dota for like a week or two and play another game. And one of those games was Rainbow Six when it just came out. I played the open beta, and I liked it. And I played it for actually a lot longer than most FPSs I had played, but I somewhere it had some game issues, and I just couldn't play it anymore, so I, I stopped playing. And then last summer... Was it well? Not this summer, but the summer before. Yeah, summer of uh, twenty eighteen. Um, we had um, and there was an announcement for uh, a collegiate Rainbow Six. I mean, it already had Rainbow Six players on a team before, but there was no competition for them, so they were just sitting on standby. So um, when I saw that, I was like, "Well, you know, I can play on two teams. I might as well try it out." I mean, I know they need players, so I did, and I ended up being pretty good at it. And I'm like, "This is something I like," because you know the game was way different than I had remembered. Um, so I kept playing, and there was a friend of mine who I had played on a PUBG roster actually before then, um, who had really loved Rainbow Six, and he got me back into it. So we both signed up to the team and both got in. Um, and so as far as like the progression from there, we we played the first semester. It was really rough. We new team, you know, FPS games, especially that game. It's very um, strategy based, very team orientated. So it's you know, getting a roster going is really hard in Rainbow. Um, but once we got it chugging, we got some new players that were high-skilled, and it is the same effect as to Dota. If you get a core that's strong and they can work together, any players that can come in can just segue into that. Um, and that ended up happening. We got two new players that made the roster launch, and we, in our bracket for the East Conference or whatever, uh, we were in the third group. We went, we were top of our group, but we only dropped, like, 
probably two or three games, which rounds at, or maps actually. So we just stomped everyone. Um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was awesome. Um, and what is it? Then we got into playoffs. So I think we got we won our first playoff and then we lost our second. And unfortunately, it was a uh, one of those. There was no lower back or anything. You you were out, and um, it, it was just a bad day for everyone. I, I think we could have won it, um, but overall, it was probably one of our best like performing teams last semester. Um, with the exception of Call of Duty's awesome run in the, the spring semester. so Yeah, so um, go ahead. And uh, I, I know that there were some credit hour mishaps with the, with, with the team. Um, um, yeah, so we had an unfortunate thing with one of our, our captain slash in-game leader um, graduated. And one of the, we haven't kind of confirmed, but it, we assume he got a credit hour mishap because he didn't come back to Liberty for as far as like... Um, he was a missionary student and he had said something about it in the end of his last semester. And he's a missionary from Africa. So if he went back to Africa, we have no way of contacting him, unfortunately. But um, yeah, his name was uh, Kyle. And so, yeah, we, we, we have no idea where Kyle went, unfortunately. But and we actually had a player that was from Virginia Commonwealth, who most leagues will do is if they don't have enough players on a team for your college, you can join another college in the same state generally. Um, and he, he was from Virginia Commonwealth University, and he didn't have a team, and he was a high-ranked player, so we brought him in, and we actually got to meet him during the land. He was a really cool guy, um, and unfortunately, this semester, his team could feel the team, mm. um, so he had to go back to his college, but, um, you know, we got some new players in this, this semester, so. Nice. So, yeah, tell me about, uh, so you're still playing Siege. Um, that's, that's one of the, yeah. that's the second game that you play. Uh, tell me about the new team. How, how are you guys doing? Have you, has season started yet? Um, yeah, just kind of explain that whole Team. Yeah. Um, so yeah, season started. Um, we've we've currently had a bad streak, I think, as far as the last two games, but they were averagely higher MMR teams than us. So um, it's kind of to be expected for a new team versus higher ranked players that possibly played last semester together to win that. But um, overall, we have uh, a new like roster as far as only two returning players. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's going good. I, I think we have a lot to improve, and I, we're definitely putting the effort in. I mean, we scrim basically twice a week and have a game on you know that one extra week so we're we're constantly playing and improving and i yeah i think we have a high chance of going far in this league nice um so yeah you're i mean you're very involved in 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 the program you've been playing on a the dota team for a long time um and then in the last two last year and then this year you're playing siege um so you've had a lot of you've had a lot of exposure to um competition uh specifically mm-hmm. in video games um and from my understanding i mean i myself have have been playing super smash Bros. melee for quite some time and that is that is a very hard game to uh play competitively it's hard to stay motivated in that game because it's so, i mean everyone is just constantly so much better than you um but uh yeah so i know you wanted to touch on what it means to be competitive in, in uh video games and how to do that well um, just explain to me, like, I, I come from a game that's, that's a more solo, solo game. Mm-hmm. Um, so improvement, mentality, mindset, practice, effort, research, all those things that go and in, go into being a good competitor is, um, kind of selfish in the sense that it's mm-hmm. just about me and how do I improve? Um, how does that, what does it mean to be competitive on a, uh, in, in, in a team, uh, team esports? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of overlooked as, as far as, like, how much, not only, like, 
I wouldn't say physical to extent, but mental gymnastics you have to do to actually be competitive in video games. Because it's not as simple as just logging in and playing a favorite game competitively. You have uh, a whole mindset that goes around it. And um, respects to that, it's like, uh, I best I can relate this to a Siege as far as like um, confidence. It's, it's weirdly, you can't be arrogant, but you can't also, you also need to be confident, which is something I think a lot of players, especially newer players coming in, it's, it's rough for them because they, you know, you're in a social environment that's new. You have, you know, um, a lot of different variables that are going in and, you know, being confident is hard. And, and what I mean is confident is it's not even necessarily socially confident, but um, like in game, if you're going to make a, a peek around a corner is with a gun, right? You have to be confident you to take that angle, right? You're like you have to turn the corner and be confident that you can win that gunfight because if you're not and the other person's more confident, you could lose the gunfight just based off of like built up social or anxiety, right? Like mm -hmm. anxiety is weirdly effective on a game. If you go into a game with a high amount of anxiety, um, you're, you're thinking, wow, the enemy team is better than me, or, you know, they're going to be here, you know, and you're not thinking about the game, yeah. you know, you have to almost tune it out. Um, and, and so like in that respect, if you're confident in your gameplay, you'll ignore what, you know, the all the background noise and you'll focus on your gameplay um and that that's something that you know it sometimes it has to be built it's not easy to just come into it you know uber confident um and and there's a there's a tipping point though where better players or players that have been doing it a while they get an arrogance about them and that that is also dangerous because if you're arrogant you know you're gonna peek a corner thinking a bad angle or whatever thinking you're the god you can do it and then you get shot and you're like oh wow that's uh unfortunate so it's 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 a balancing act for sure um and and as far as like going into other parts of that mentality aspect um you have like your 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 willpower to do it right because no one gets better just sitting there playing the game you have to be reasonably trying to learn everything you can you know you you, you do something wrong you learn from it and you keep going right you like you 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 build off that thing you know as i i think as far as like melee goes you know you like you do a bad parry or whatever combo. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm terrible at smash. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, yeah. you'll next time you go to do that, you know, combo, you're going to be like, well, this is a possibility that could happen and you, you, you gain that experience, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's, if you look at it, is a loss isn't a loss if you can learn from it. Yeah, that's the big thing that, yeah. I, um, that I've uh, found, found ways to improve and particularly smash is uh, researching like... <clears throat> Well, watching your gameplay back is huge, yeah. um, and that kind of goes into like the effort and research, like the the effort level you're willing to put into like researching your own performance and and your own game, um, things like positioning and how you how you respond to like what an opponent does. Um, the, the, those are big. Um, so what? So in terms of uh, in terms of playing on a, on a team um, in, in an esports, something I I haven't really had the the pleasure of, of partaking in. I, I I subbed for Call of Duty last semester and I got to play once and it was it was, it was it was a lot of fun, but I really wasn't a part of that core team. Um what is it like maintaining those relationships and like setting a team up for success? Um, you know, as far as like managing a team, I think the biggest thing as far as like especially in college is to be friends first. And that I think that kinda of ties into like a relationship. You don't if you get upset something did something wrong, right? You don't see them as an in-game name or like a little icon on your Discord. You see them as a person, right? Someone you know, someone probably you care for, you know, like you don't you don't want to make them upset or you're angry, right? And I think 
as far as the best teams I've seen are the ones that can be friends outside of the game because that once they have that friendship going, they get a trust and that trust will actually carry into the gameplay quite significantly. You know, you, you trust their decision-making because they're your friend, right? Um, and what is it? it? It kind of like, even at the end of the day, if you lose a game, you still have friends, right? Like you're not, you know, it's not a toxic environment, I should say. Um, you know, you, you lose, you're like, oh, we'll brush it off and we'll do better next time. You go out for Taco Bell. Um, that's something the Siege team did a lot of last semester is like 1 a.m. Taco Bell runs after a game. Yeah. Um, there's a, quite a bit of funny stories at that as well. Um, shout out to my man Aclay for that one. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so like, you know, the, just building the relationship part, is, it's a completely overlooked thing. And I mean, you, you can see it in sport, other sports movies. I don't think it's exempt from esports as far as like, you know, famous sport films like Facing the Titans or whatever. They they have those bonding moments in the, the, like, the locker rooms, right? Yeah. Um, obviously a different example, but it shows that teams in any sport, I think, really do need to have a bond. Um, and yeah, esports isn't exempt from that. I think it's pretty exciting too because as as competitive gaming gets a little bit more mainstream and um, fingers crossed universities start to support uh, the vision that we've kind of had uh, for what collegiate esports can be, I think we'll, we'll start to see more of that. Um, we'll start to see like um, once there's a, once there's established um, like places to meet um, and, 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 and real support, um, that we'll start to see like relationships and the whole like yeah the whole like team coaching um, aspect of competitive I mean competitive anything um, start to to be a little bit more pronounced um, but anyway um, wow that's I mean that's a whole different side of, of competitive gaming that I have never been a part of um, but sounds just so interesting um, is there uh, is there anything uh, that you wanted to touch on in terms of uh, what Dota has kind of going for its uh, for this season um, as 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 the manager of the team? Any anything you want to talk about? Yeah, um, I think it's 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 a good team. It's probably the best we've had. We had um, a freshman um, just join us who's a high school student who was actually mentioned last week. Uh, names in Jay Z and Discord or Nick. Um, he he had found us during a CFA event, which is surprisingly a good outreach for our uh, program and uh he, he joined and he was a high-ranked player and um unfortunately we have our lost jason or son of paint because his job as a manager or of the manager of the esports program and um uh, i should say president uh has kind of the demand from that has kind of rubbed him a little raw as far as like time constraints go yeah. so uh but thankfully we had a new guy join um his name is Salt and Discord, but his, his name's Grant, um, and he's an awesome guy. He's, he's filled the roles we needed perfectly. So um, we won our first game Friday, and it was a blowout as far as performance goes. We went really well, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. I think we actually go to playoffs in Division Two. So Awesome, man. Well, that's super exciting to hear. Um, for everybody listening, uh, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the podcast. This has been Trevor Ray. Uh, on uh, episode three and uh, we hope that you guys listen to the next episode coming out in probably around two weeks from now Uh, and we uh, will talk a little bit more about what content we'll showcase then but Trevor thank you so much for coming on and and talking about the origins of the club Dota, Siege, what it means to be competitive all that. Thank you. All right thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time.
stop then.